You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Everybody that tuned in the last few episodes uh, where the YouTube channel just blew up. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride. Uh, so now you finally get a taste, uh, if you're new to the, new to the show, of uh, what Red Wings Red is all about. Um, we, of course, we're tirades and impassioned pleas about your Detroit Red Wings have a home. Uh, today we'll be talking, of course, the Red Wings getting the sixth pick in the upcoming NHL draft. What are we going to do with it? Uh, Mike, we're going to talk about the real stars uh, oh. of uh, the draft lottery tonight. Uh, Ooh. You'll see who we're talking about. And uh, Mike, why don't we uh, why don't we make fun of the Leafs a little bit too? Uh, but before we do any of that, before we make fun of the lowly Leafs, wait a minute. Are you do... saying there's business again? Yeah. There's, ah, business. there's always business involved. All right, here we go. DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. America, I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. Go ahead and ask me. I do. It is easy to navigate. It has plenty wait, wait. of instructions for Mike, butters. Mike, yeah. do you love using the DraftKings Sportsbook? Glad you asked. I sure do. <laughs> you know what I love the most? It has plenty of instructions for new betters and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action you could ever dream of. You know, my friends and family and neighbors, howdy neighbor, don't forget to go on your DraftKings Sportsbook app tonight. Well, you sure did. Uh, They've been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Listen to this great offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $1 times 100. Inside credits. That's right. Pick any basketball team still in contention. Bet a dollar, and if that team wins, you get $100 in site credits. Uh, can I say all in on the Suns? The Lakers are done. They don't care anymore. Uh, Anthony Davis is down. Throw that money in Phoenix, baby. Woo! All right, Woo! Matt. Don't forget, go. DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball. Woo! Burpees. Hockey, and so much more all week long. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on a basketball team of your choice. Mike, who's that? 
Phoenix Suns, baby. Woo! To win their next game. And if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Wager paid out in site. Credits, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, the business is over, Matt. Matt, the only other thing that we've been excited for here, uh, besides, I don't know, free agency and trades, we got the results of that uh, dreaded NHL draft lottery. And uh, Matt, once again, the number of the beast has struck Detroit. We get six. Six, six, six. That's all we get, Matt. Uh, That's where we got Zadina. That's where we got uh, Mo Siner. And uh, it's where we're going to get, uh, you know, probably not the sixth best prospect. A lot of these teams don't know how to draft, but Iceman will probably get, you know, the fourth best guy. So he'll get like two better than his draft slot. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, you know, it's, it was. Yeah. I, I'm pretty stoked that it happened. Uh, I wanted Seattle to get number one. I wanted the Kraken to, you know, crack it open. And instead, that some poor bastard's going to toil away in Buffalo before he gets mad and asks for a trade. Yeah, it's uh, oh, poor Owen Power. I, I say that uh, the Kraken ended up with number two because it was the highest pick they could give the Kraken before we really started knocking the walls down and saying, this whole thing's fixed. That's <laughs> just, I mean, he, there's something I, I still say. I mean, come on. Uh, they've made sure that Edmonton's fine, and now they've made sure that these, uh, you know, metropolitan teams, you've got New York, You've got across that disgusting Hudson, the New Jersey Devils are fine with all their first round picks. And uh, today was Buffalo, who uh, isn't in the circle around the Hudson. But um, I mean, look, if you're going to fix it, fix it like the NBA. Like LeBron leaves Cleveland, then the Cavaliers win like the next three. They win the next like three lotteries. The first pick, they don't move up to three or two. They win. Right. Man, Anthony Davis, one of the great players right now. Um, and he's why you should be hedging bets for Phoenix, like we just talked about a moment ago. Leaves New Orleans. What happens in the, like the next lottery? New Orleans gets Zion Williamson. Just fix <laughs> it to our benefit. Do it like that. I, I know the fix is in, but let us get a, a take. I want a take of that, Matt. Well, this this would have been a good a good year for the Red Wings to finish last because it I mean Buffalo is going to get that first pick and, and even just looking at it top to bottom with all the mishmash last year and a playoff team winning the yeah. draft lottery, uh, Mike, this pretty much fell right into place and Seattle moves up from three to two and that that was basically it. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I mean. Everything seemed to work out for everybody in this one. Uh, you know, Red Wings. Yeah, it, it is funny. I, I saw initially everybody was so upset. I shouldn't say everyone was so upset. There was a there was a good group of people that were upset about us landing the sixth. And I saw that, and I was like, phew. <laughs> like, when I saw pick seven wasn't us, that's when I said, all right, whatever happens from here is a win. Because yeah. that... If you hate the draft lottery, guess which pick we would have had? Six. So <laughs> it's fine. This is this is fine. Like we all had our dreams of of getting number one and, and Owen Power, but um, I, I do I do think, especially when we take a look at like the consolidated draft rankings, um, 
that the, the margins are razor thin this year in like the top 10. And yeah. a lot of it is going to have to do uh, deal with uh, COVID and how many guys actually did get a good amount of uh, scouting eyes on them. I think that's going to come into play. I think in a couple of years, we're going to look back at this draft and go, holy hell, what happened? Like this could be that draft. Nobody well, in some the top people, 10. Uh... Yeah. yeah, some people had some really good reactions uh, to this draft, Matt. Um, one of them being the the GM for the Stars. Who's that, Jim No? Yeah. Uh, um, friend of the show. Um, I can't wait to share his reaction here for our, our friends on YouTube, Matt. Well, I, I want to set this up. I, uh, I I had to reset my um, my screen here, so it's not ready to go. I apologize. But uh, it it is definitely that, that element of like, well, why was I even invited to come to this damn thing? Um, it's, it, I mean, this is comedy gold. <laughs> there it goes. All right, Jim, we don't need you. Why the? Well, fuck me, right? There you go. <laughs> he whipped those earbuds out of his ears. I love that. I mean, he had to make sure that whoever was watching knew what was going on. He couldn't just casually do it. This is sending a message, Mike. <laughs> this is one that we're gonna have to come back to as uh, as the year goes on. Oh, that uh, was I think the funniest visual. But uh, you know, Red Wings GM uh, Mr. Eiserman also uh, wanted to get his foot in there for the funniest reaction. Uh, let's get this one queued up too. So, so just to set this up, this is Anzer Khan of M Live who currently has us blocked um, on Twitter. Uh, in the uh, the Red Wings press conference, if, talking. If we share players. more of this kind of stuff, do you think maybe he'll unblock us? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Not much separation there in the top ten. I mean, players could pretty much see players going any order after the first couple of picks. Uh, I don't even know about the first couple of picks. <laughs> Who are they going to be? You seem to know. <laughs> no, I'm asking you. If you, I'm asking you. Okay. Who are the first two picks? Owen Power, the first pick would be my projection. Okay, who's second? <laughs> uh, I'll I'll go with uh, Edvinson. Okay, interesting. I'll we'll note that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Yeah, thank you. Oh, so, no. God, like the cringe. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> What a guy on the spot too to to draft uh, the first two picks in the NHL draft just right, right off the top of his head. Um, now, of course, there's so many things to break down. If you guys are listening to this on the podcast, absolutely go over to the YouTube channel, Brothers of Discussion. Uh, go to our playlist of all the Red Wings rant episodes. Um, you're gonna enjoy Steve Eiserman's face. Uh, definitely. He's uh, if if, uh, if you've ever used the word bemused, uh, definitely Steve Weissman was bemused, uh, rocking back and forth in his chair, uh, <laughs> clearly very excited to sit in on this interview. Uh, I uh, honestly, this is either like, yeah, it's e it's either anger of having to do this, like what in God's name does he need to do a press conference for the draft lottery for, uh, or Mike, or so you have to go pee. I, I got to put it out there. I he may just have that to was pee. that I, was uh, for me a seated pee pee dance. You don't see a lot of seated pee pee dances. Usually you're uh, upright and walking around. So I mean, 
if we paint the scenario, like I just said, why would he ever need to do a press conference, right? Uh, he can go, Mike. He, he can be on Sportsnet, TSN, NBC Sports, and, and do his little live Zoom meeting. And if we win the lottery, you have the GM ready to go. Uh, but I, I'm pretty sure Steve wanted to pull the old Jim Nill, and the second we landed the sixth pick, he wanted to take <laughs> the headphones right out and whip them uh, to the side of his desk. So uh, there, there's so many things here that either it was pure anger, Mike, or just the fact that why would he ever need to do this, that of course he finished two bottles of water before this got going, and now he's got to sit there for a half hour waiting for Answer Khan and God damn, he's, he's still got Art Regner to come. I can't oh. imagine um, the whole table will be shaking while his leg's going up and down. I, I hope I'm not catching it too off guard. If you don't know, that's okay. I was just curious. Um, yeah. Obviously, you, you shared arguably one of the funniest reactions to a uh, ping pong ball reveal um, in Jim Nil. Eisman up there, too. Matt, did they happen to do all the GMs kind of in the lottery? Was uh, there like a little short clip? I was just curious if you'd seen him or not. I mean, for a split second. Uh, yeah, this is going to be... I'm not going to give you a good answer here. That's all right. I just wondered if we got to see something from uh, the representatives in Seattle. Um, you know, when they... I, I mean, yeah. They I, celebrated saw, I, saw, I saw an interview with Ron Francis before, but I, yeah, I didn't get to see any celebrations. I, the way they do it is so... You know, you know, I I've also got, I've got my two I've got my two little ones. So what I did is I just had it propped up on my phone, and I st- I was folding laundry while this is going down. So I, I did get to hear Rod Francis and his excitement and maybe uh, fear from this upcoming draft and him going, yeah. uh, "Well, we would have liked a normal draft for our first year. Uh, here we are." <laughs> like, you know, I wish. A- I wish just one year we could flip the reactions because on draft night, what they always do is uh, the first pick is uh, Owen Power and they show him like, hello, who's this? Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, I'll join you too. And then he like walks over and shakes hands. I, I like the other side, right? I would want to see the GMs on draft night when they're like, they didn't pick him, they didn't pick him, they didn't pick him. And then they like get your pick all together. Uh, so then on the flip side, when the draft lottery is revealed and Buffalo's number one, we can cut to Owen Power going, Oh, fuck! <laughs> oh, fuck! He just throws his pen. You know, he knows he's going to freeze his ass off in Buffalo and lose <laughs> for 10 years. That's what I want to see. That, Mike, there, there is somebody who pitched that, and there probably is footage <laughs> from the first time they tried that. <laughs> but I, I was gonna say, Mike, we did get that this year as uh, Detroit sports fans. We got to see when when uh, Penny was available for the Lions. We got to see that entire room explode. Didn't you yeah. remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God! We don't have to think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, couldn't, we got to bring that into screwed up. Couldn't yeah. screw it up. Yeah. Um, so I mean, a lot, a lot of. A lot of good fun was had so far today. Um, Hot tag so, uh, or line change question just before yeah. we go any further. Um, I think everybody's saying Owen Power because uh, he's six foot six. Man, who's your boy at number two? Was it Gunther? Um, are, are we? Do you want to take a look at? I I, I 
<laughs> we, we're not going to really dive into it now. I mean, there's a couple other items yeah, I wanted I, to get into, but yeah. I would say the best place for everyone to go is Elite Prospects and go to the consolidated ranking. So they take everybody's ranking, all, all of the respected rankings. Uh, Owen Powers, number one. Brant Clark, uh, number two. Uh, Matthew Beniers, uh, or I'm sorry, I think we did look that up. Matthew Beignier, right? Is that right? Yeah. Uh, number yeah. three, Luke Hughes at number four. Interesting. Drafting at number four, the New Jersey Devils, who have Ooh. Luke's brother. And Luke even was on uh, social media today. Or I'm sorry, Jack uh, was on social media today asking the Devils uh, to uh, to make that selection. Uh, I, I think that would be kind of neat. Um, at least, you know, like it'd be cute. You get the Hughes brothers on one team. Uh, number five, uh, William Eklund, who I said, now this is interesting. This is the guy I said, um, I don't know, back in the fall, jokingly, when he was projected to be in the 20s, I jokingly said the Red Wings were going to draft William Eklund. And right now, I mean, you look at like Bob McKenzie's rankings, he's got <clears throat> Eklund, I think, at number two off the top of my head. Uh, but the consolidated rankings have Eklund at number five. So mm-hmm. that puts him right next to the number six. Of course, the sweet connections there. Uh, Played in, uh, getting some SHL play in there, just like our, our boy L- Lucas Raymond and, of course, uh, more Cider. So they've been around him. If they're watching Cider, if they're watching Raymond, they're also watching Eklund. Same thing goes for the number six slot, Simon Edmondson, who uh, I think that was who... Yeah, I think that's, that's who Khan was uh, mentioned at number two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like to Iserman's surprise, I, I I have not seen Edmondson that high. So I, yeah, I don't know where Anzer Khan was coming from. I, I have seen him in this range. Um, did I hit on any of the names that you said? Did I? Yeah, I just wondered because uh, I I remembered you um, liking Gunther. Um, oh right! A couple months uh, and ago, and he's still he's still kind of rolling around up there. I think that was when we were we were picking at nine, like we pretended to pick at nine. So he's at number eight. Um, right above him is Kent Johnson from uh, the University of Michigan. Again, easy for the Red Wings to get some eyeballs over there. Um, but yeah, Dylan Gunther uh, playing for the Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, Twelve games, twenty four points. Not bad in the WHL. Uh, but yeah, this is this is a guy who plays either side of the wing. Um, and I mean, you rack up twelve goals and twelve assists. Clearly, you're a playmaker. Clearly, you have a shot. Um, and this is something too. I think with Dylan that this this isn't us playing a long game. I think this is probably one or two years before he's he's in there. Um, I don't know if any of these guys right away are. Re- you know, ready to go are going to take an NHL spot unless somebody's really in need to fill out a roster. Like you could look at Buffalo and say, of course, if they have Owen Power, they're probably going to fit him in the lineup because, I mean, they're you know they're dog shit, so they've got they've got the openings. Then there's yeah. no strategy to their roster building. Uh, like you could see with Iserman, he's like, I want to improve a little bit, but not too much because I like these high draft picks. Um, <laughs> So there's that. Uh, But yeah, I I mean, this is something I I did want to take a deeper dive into everyone here just for like a a little bit to give everybody like an idea of what's going to be available, where we're drafting. Um, I don't know. uh, You want to do that real quick, Mike? I I can kind of pull up each person. We'll do like, try and stop me at like 30 seconds. 
All right. I'm going to time you. Matt, we're going to do a new game. It's called Prospect Tweet. And Matt's got to do one tweet about each prospect outside of Owen Power because he's not going to be there at number six. So you can't pick him. Right. Um, is like there I, anyone I, else that you're not going to bother with? Oh, my God. Wait. We have so many comments. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, Hit me. North, North Motto. I'm so sorry. He's got who dis? Uh, wings are screwed. F the lottery. Oh, man. Uh, it's always the same teams picking first. Yes. Okay. So maybe, uh, yeah, we were just on the same page. I just missed all the comments. Uh, not sure how a fan is supposed to get excited about the draft. I, I think for this one, and I, I go back to my initial comments of, of us getting the sixth pick and in my brain, I immediately celebrated because we didn't fall back. So when I saw that, that number seven pop up, I, I think that's still where my head's at. I think it's still like, this this isn't the draft where you're gonna get Connor McDavid. Um, you know, it's just I think we if we all accept that, I think we just have to start figuring out you know what hole can we fill, and uh, and that's where we start diving deep. And and at least with the Red Wings, there's a lot of holes that need to be filled, right? So whatever direction we go with this, I I think we'll be fine. And I think that's that's probably the best part. Um, I would say that North Motto has a good point about it's got I don't know point. I don't know how you would get excited about tonight um <laughs> we just get screwed every year um but uh you got to trust the people in charge uh definitely feels like Iserman is uh you know he's got the resume for sure uh, if you want to look over at Tampa Bay um man it looks like some of the picks uh that people thought he was a looney tune for are you know starting to pan out already um you know people are drooling over um cider and it was not that long ago that we all thought he was a madman why didn't he trade back why didn't he move back and he's you know i, I value the player that highly i don't want to risk losing him it's not worth it getting another second round pick when i think cider is gonna you know be as good as he is and there he is winning you know awards for you know his performance in one season you know as a kid yeah. so i i i I, it does suck that it doesn't feel like we get that narrative um, ping pong ball story on our side, which it definitely seems like the fix is in uh, more, more often than it's not, especially because we never really get to watch these ping pong balls uh, get chosen. But um, I think you can still be excited, um, especially watching that clip of Iserman, who, uh, you know, quite the poker player. And uh, I think he's probably going to still find somebody above their value at number six, which is the most important part. Yeah. And, uh, the other one here that, uh, I don't know if you caught this one, North Moto threw in there. Uh, maybe we should trade down, get some more picks. Uh, like I, I think one of the things we, we forgot to share earlier, uh, which was, uh, let me see if I could pull this up now, see how long this is going to take me. Um, it was a tweet I actually found, from hockey prospecting. Uh, so this was actually from at Byron uh, Bader. And he did some analysis based on some past drafts and how many guys that you actually, like how many NHL superstars you get, um, how many actual NHL players that you get from each draft. And based on how many picks teams have in each round, uh, he's come up with uh, a nice little algorithm to kind of show 
who's going to make out the best here in uh, in the NHL draft, the upcoming draft. So to North Moto's point of just trading back and getting some more draft picks, I think that's where I'm going to share this real quick for anybody who didn't have the pleasure of seeing this uh, online. Uh, but here, here's that table. Uh, it might be kind of tough to see now that I pull this up. But uh, you can see the Red Wings on there. Uh, two, two in the first, three in the second, two in the third as we go on, yada, yada, yada. Twelve total picks. Um, expected stars to come out of that. And I believe this is the fourth highest number on his ranking, 0.43. So, Mike, we're going to get close to a half a star, half of a person, uh, half of a, I, I guess, I don't know if, if a star player is Connor McDavid or if it's, um, you know, I, I don't know how far, <laughs> how far back. I mean, do we consider Dylan Larkin a star kind of thing? But anyway. Uh, 0.43 stars coming out of this draft for the Red Wings and 3.33 expected NHLers. And uh, this guy goes on in his, his tweet thread to talk about that 3.33 is based on these 12 draft picks. So th this is just a numbers game. And if uh, he even made the comment, if the Red Wings only come out with two NHLers, this is a failed draft. So, I mean, what's funny is, you know, we talk about let's uh, let's trade back and get, uh, you know, a better um, chance at uh, landing some more NHLers. But just to go back to this guy's tweet, of course, that expected NHLers is going to go up if we get a you know another first round pick and some more seconds, something like that. But that's the game you got to play. I mean, I, I get what that guy means, like based on this table, if we only come out with two NHLers. But Mike, when we did our draft recaps, how many times were teams walking away with nothing? And I think uh, that's what Steve Eisman is just trying to make sure we, we don't run into is a draft where we get nothing, um, especially in a draft like this where we're all afraid because there isn't uh, a Connor McDavid and a, a, a for sure, like no doubter, Alexi Lafreniere, who, uh, you know, maybe his first season didn't pan out so great. Uh, and who's else? Maybe he'll be a Tim Stutzler. Right. Hey, he, he was fun. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's 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 what we're looking at here, right? We just we just want to make that number go up, and, it, and that guy's analysis of this table, I think, is incorrect. I think it's wrong to say if we don't land three NHLers, this is a failed draft. I think it's just to say that team, the I mean, Steve Eiserman's strategy put us in the best position to have a good draft. I think I think people get way, and we've seen it uh, recently, Mike, in the uh, the NHL playoffs and. And uh, the guys of Dom Lachizan, uh, I'm sorry, guys like Dom Lachizan who have models that predicted the Stanley Cup finals uh, that involved the Toronto Maple Leafs didn't come to pass. It's just, it was the most likely thing to happen based on his model. It wasn't like, go bet your life savings on this. This, this model that we're looking at right now just says the Red Wings did the best job preparing to do well in this draft. I don't. I, I think that guy's statement is: if we don't land three guys, this didn't pan out because it's, it's you're just rolling the dice. I mean, we're gonna roll the dice twelve times. We get to roll the dice twelve times. Other teams seven, ten, three times uh, for our <laughs> stinky Toronto Maple Leafs, um, <laughs> like that, right? That's yeah. how to. That's how to interpret this. I, I'm. I can't believe I'm telling a guy who took the time to make this model that he is interpreting his own model incorrectly. But everybody, that's how you use analytics. You don't say, "Here's your sure thing." You go knock out your sure thing. 
Sorry, I, I, I get upset at people who are analytics experts and uh, don't know how <clears throat> analytics work. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, I do like this, and then we'll we'll go back to the, this little game we were going to play, but North Moto threw in there. I, I think this is where we get our Braden point. That, I mean, that that, that is a wonderful name to throw out there. And I wouldn't think, complain uh, about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's the kind of name that um, – you know, if if you want to talk about a star player, I mean, I instantly that guy is our. If we have Braden Point, he's the best player on our team, hands down. There's no question about it. So yeah, if we're landing Braden Point this year, we just don't know it yet. That's a that's a win of a draft, Mike. If we come away with Braden Point and nothing else, again, why this guy's model and the way he's interpreting it, his own model is incorrect. If we only came away with Braden Point, good draft. Yeah. I- <laughs> I was just going to say, um, we try to do a little digging to, um, you know, about who we could trade with about getting, you know, maybe multiple first round picks. And it looks like the teams that we would be counting on for that, um, uh, actually got slotted right in front of us. So we were kind of hoping for, uh, the devils, maybe the jackets would be that opportunity, but, uh, they're picking four and five. Um, you know, so we'd be looking at their later round picks and, you know, something in the future and, instead, I think we're just going to have to lean on Iserman's brain. Uh, you know, Chris Draper, you know, help it out in a draft where his kid's not available. So maybe he'll be a little, <laughs> a little, a little round? less nepotism this year. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, it sucks. I, I don't, you know, those opportunities are not going to be there with, with so many picks. I think it's uh, arguably more likely that we would move up if we got enamored of somebody. It, I, I just don't think we're going to be able to get what Steve would take, um, you know, to lose value at the, at the six spot. Uh, Fethdar threw out there. Uh, Eisman thinks he can build a winner without uh, this first overall pick. Teams all had issues with scouting this season with COVID, so some good players are bound to drop. And I think that mixes sure. in with North Moto's point of uh, landing a Braden point in the second or third round. And don't forget, everybody, Nikita Kucherov, second round or two. Uh, so I, I think that there, there's so much truth in that. There's so much that is going to drop. And like I said earlier in the show where this top 10, I mean, this, again, this could be the top 10 where (laughs) nothing pans out for anybody because we only had so much to look at. And a lot of guys that are in this top 10 were nowhere to be found at the beginning of the year. And some of the guys that were number one fell back pretty far, but you, you gotta it's it's one of those things right like what what is a scout gonna do what is what is bob mckenzie gonna do when he's coming out with his list is he gonna just base it off of well i thought this kid was gonna be good last year or is he gonna make adjustments based on the kids who are actually out there performing and not just performing well they're just playing hockey so of course of course those rankings are gonna change but that is I guess, right? Like, that's the game we're going to play. Is it possible that this just completely blows up in everybody's face? Um, I, I, I like this. Um, we will take partner in Toronto and throws in a first. Uh, yeah. Right. I, what a nightmare. Would, you, would you rather be upset about the ping pong ball night like the Red Wings or be a Toronto Maple Leafs fan? Oh, my God. <laughs> can, I, can I just say, Fatar? I made this exact tweet right after the Leafs lost. I uh, I'm, I'm I'm like 
we're, we're connected. I, I like this right now. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like I should go find it, but Friend I, I the show. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll take, we'll take Marner. If you throw in a first, <laughs> no, I, I think that's, uh, that's another fun game to play too right now with, with all the opportunities and the anger that uh, is coming from Red Wings fans of like missed opportunities. We, we needed a first pick somewhere. And, um, I mean, yeah, we're, we're the North Division now is going to be Sands, Connor McDavid, and Austin Matthews after they're both eliminated in, in the first round. So, you know, th- them's the facts. Do with them what you will. Uh, I think, Mike, uh, soon I want to have a conversation with you about the um, the mismanagement of those teams that get the first picks and how that's actually doing damage long-term for these players, the the stuff that the likes of Ted Lindsay had done that was good for the players and them getting paid more. Um, it's not good that Edmonton <laughs> fucking blows it every year and Toronto's blowing it this year or has already blown it. Like. These superstars should get paid. And now the argument is turning to don't pay superstars because it doesn't pan out. Like, no, get rid of the cap. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, Toronto, idiot. it's Toronto, it's not it's not even skill anymore. It's it's such a mental block. <laughs> I don't know what it's gonna take. Um I, I, maybe an exorcism of some kind, but it's it's not hockey related at this point. There there's there's no reason they should have lost that series. And if, how many of the past seasons have we had to say that for them? Uh, it's it's supernatural. I, it's Detroit Lions esque. It's 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 just beyond reason. I got I gotta pat you on the back here, Mike, because um you said when Mike Babcock was fired. Now, we the, at this show officially hate Mike Babcock. Not advocates for him at all. Yeah. yeah. But when Toronto fired Mike Babcock, uh, and and it had nothing to do with any of the Mitch Marner stuff, nothing to do with the Franz and stuff. It was about his performance. And they said this team should be performing better. They should get past the first round. Mike, you famously, which I tell our friends and family all the time, you said, Toronto better hope that Mike Babcock <laughs> was the problem. I I wish like it's so funny. We you know this isn't a Leafs podcast, so like it's not like I'm gonna put that at the front of the podcast, but I wish I could because nothing has been more true. No no statement that you have made has like come to pass more often for the Toronto Maple Leafs than that one of uh, they better hope that Mike Babcock was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it clearly was not the problem. See, he was not the solution. Uh, he wasn't the coach they need. Uh, but uh, clearly getting rid of him has made no no difference. Listen, 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 Toronto. I got an offer for you, all right? <laughs> you got this top line, right? Three big boys getting 10 mil a year, all right? And uh, we're a team that we're trying to get our lines together, okay? We could use a top six guy. All right. I think you could use a leader. I'm thinking we do a little Mitch Marner for uh, Jeff Blaschel. What do you say? Matt, who says hey. no? Who says no? Low, low event hockey. You guys are just rolling the dice at that point in the third period. Listen, listen. Just make it three to one. <laughs> I'm going to coach us. All right. It's going to be. Have you heard of Hungry Hungry Hippos? All right. <laughs> Get everybody on their heels. We just limit scoring opportunities. That's all we do. We're up three to one. The odds are we're going to win one of the next three games. 
You in, you out. Matt, I, who says no? I think Iserman. I think Iserman. I want a first strategy. rounder, too. That's the best strategy for the Maple Leafs at this point. Like, what What do they possibly, what could they possibly say? I mean, got, I, I don't know. You're not taking my golden goose. All right, this is a company yeah. man over here. Can I just say, too, like, Toronto is now the best example of why people shouldn't get so upset about Jeff Blaschel sticking around. Because clearly, clearly, your full team does matter. Clearly, there's 18 skaters that matter. It's not just a coach. Can that can that be our can that be our evidence that we can all just go? All right, we're okay. <laughs> another year, of Jeff Blaschel. It's not the end of the world. I think Jeff Which, just way, put Jeff just put the Maple Leafs uh, collapse on his resume. I think. <laughs> All right, you were. I thought you were Grand Rapids to Detroit. You spent some time in Toronto. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, my micro. That's my micro impression of of Jeff Blaschel. I uh no. Or did uh, I say uh, transaction? Uh, micro yeah. impression. All right, let's oh, move God. on. All right, uh, it's my uh two two babies so I had a brain. Everybody, we're going to sign off. I'm going to see if I can split this into two episodes. Uh, and then, uh, hey, uh, big announcement. Uh, I do, I will be interviewing with, um, interviewing with, I'll be having a conversation with Kent Cal next week uh, because Ooh. we're going to be doing a series with the Hockey Podcast Network about uh, by the decade, even though I'm cheating a little bit, on uh, dynasties in the NHL. So, of course, uh, we'll be talking Ooh. late 90s, early 2000s with the Red Wings. And, no, uh, we're just part of a die nasty. <laughs> we're a shady nasty. Way to end the show. Yeah, All right, everybody, no check out uh, BODpodcast.com, brothersdiscussion.com. Support the show by clicking the shop button on the homepage. Find us uh, on Twitter at BOD Hockey, on Instagram, brothers, under, brothers underscore of underscore discussion. And if you are watching us on YouTube, we would greatly appreciate the uh, subscribe. And for everyone that's watched these last couple of weeks, while well, I've just been throwing together ideas and talking at myself for seven minutes, thank you so much for subscribing and uh, following along. It, it was fun and terrifying, and uh, I enjoyed it. And I hope you guys enjoyed uh, us getting back into the grind. All right, everybody. Yeah. Thank you. Who's that? Are you riding a horse? Get the. Man, you drive a sedan. Get out of here. All right, let's get out.